common with Diana Abbott, I'll be honest. But uh, that is true. I, I'm a bit lazy in turning lights on, and the passage light was on, and I took out a shoe from the wardrobe, and of course, you know, you know where your feet are, don't you? And the shoes are all the same. So I took out a black and a brown one. But they fitted, they were, they were the right, you know, left and right. And then, of course, my cousin, who probably told um, the gentleman concerned that I went there, and he noticed it before I did. I, d- I never looked down at my shoes, but I got two brown ones today. <laughs> Do you know, sometimes, not, I'm not saying every day, but sometimes God speaks. And he spoke to me this morning when I got up, and... Uh, he said, how often do you moan about the weather or say something about the weather? And then in the same uh, uh, conscience, I don't know how it was, how often do you speak about me to other people? When you think of it, every one of us in this room probably today have mentioned the weather within the last 24 hours. How many of us have mentioned the name of Jesus? To another person, even a Christian. Just a little challenge, just a little challenge. The story of the prodigal son is so well known, but I just want to read a verse from Psalm 37. There's two verses, 23 and 24, and they just sum them up in my in the words like this: Never mind what you've done. Just come home. Never mind what you've done. Just come home. This this farmer's son, as Jesus told the story, he wanted everybody to know about the grace of God. He wanted everybody to know how much God loved them. So he told this story. And people were sat in their hundreds could have been thousands, just listening to Jesus. And he said there was a certain man had two sons. And the younger son started saying, give me, give me, give me. Give me, give me, give me. But in the end, it turned to forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. But first of all, he started off, give me. Give me, give me. His heart left home before his body. He'd made up his mind that he was going to go to the bright lights. He made up his mind he would take all that was his and go. So his dear father, broken hearted, broken hearted, got so many sheep. <coughs> got so many cattle and so much land and gave him the deeds and what did the son do he went and he sold the sheep he sold the cattle he sold the ground and he changed it all into cash then he was a rich man he was off I want to just give you some points I'm not going to do all these points but there's some tremendous points I came across. Self-will, selfishness, separation, spiritual destruction, self-abasement, 
starvation. Right down the bottom, that sun went. Then he started to move up. Realization, resolution, repentance, return, reclothing, and rejoicing. But I'm not going to have all those points. It won't take quite so long. I feel that 20 minutes is long enough for me. I expect it's long enough for you to listen to that same old voice. But this, this young man, he just Jesus just wanted to get over to people the love of God. And that's what I want to get over to you this morning. I don't know you, but God knows you. He knows your heart. He knows everything about you. And I believe I need to tell you that God loves you. He loves you so much. This is what he'll put up with. He had the two sons. The younger one said to the father, this is as the scripture goes, Father, give me my inheritance, the share of the estate. The father divided up the property between them. Not long after that, he had all his inheritance, one third of an abigate estate, and he was ready to go. He gathered everything up. Obviously, it would be cash. He couldn't have taken all the sheep, the cattle, and the land. He put it into cash. I don't know whether it was in his pockets or in cases or what they carried in those days. Might have been on backs of camels, might have been on backs of donkeys, but he was going. He was off. And I always imagine, although there's nothing in the scripture to say, that this farm was on a hilltop. It was on a hilltop. And the farmer, that dear old man, could look down the drives, look down the lane, and he could see the lane probably two or three miles away. He could see, I was going to say cars, but he could see people coming up lane, coming up towards the farm. And I, this man's son, the Bible says that he set out for the bright lights to a distant country. What foolishness that was when you think of it. But he squandered all his living, all his money on reckless living. The other day I came across a story, and I believe it's true. There was a, a lady called Maria, had a daughter called Christine, and they lived in Brazil. And they lived out in the country in a, in a little shack or whatever you, a house, and a little bit of ground. This girl, Christine, was <coughs> very attractive, a Brazilian girl, and her mother brought her up on her own, and she was very, very close to her mother. They lived in a small hut in Brazil. And her daughter wanted to leave that village where she lived to go to Rio de Janeiro. Is that right? Can you say it? Yes, yeah, better. You said it better than me. Thank you. She went and she broke her mother's heart. The mother cried herself to sleep night after night. I'm going to read the story to make it sure. Maria, the mum, went to look for her daughter after a long time. Christine, she took photos of her and set out for the city. 
just hoping to see or find her daughter. She taped the pictures to the walls, mirrors, bathroom doors, stalls, and on the back she had written a message on the back. A month later, Christine found one of these photos of herself in a back street toilet. She turned the photo over. And when she read these words, tears began to stream down her face. And the note said, wherever you are, whatever you've done, whatever you've become, I will forgive you. Please come home. That is a mother's love. But our Heavenly Father has far greater love than that even. And he said to this young man, after he spent all his money, and I imagine that dear father every day went to the edge of that lane and he looked down that lane to hope to see his son coming home. He would have talked to God and he would have said, God, please send my son home. I want to see my son again. And that son came to his senses one day. He ran out of cash. He ran out of friends. He ran out of company. His clothes were filthy. He was desperate. He was a Jew, by the way. And this is what he had to do to live. He hired himself out to feed pigs. And for a Jew to do that, that is something unheard of. And he had to feed those pigs. The lowest of the lowest animal. The lowest of the lowest he had to be. But his father never stopped loving him. He was so hungry. Verse, verse 15 and 16 says, No one gave him anything. The money had gone. He was looking scruffy. He needed a haircut. He needed something to... He came to his senses. He made up his mind. Dirty, unkept. Poor, just looking like a tramp. And I just was that farm that day when he decided to come home. The father didn't know it. And he was there, I would say, two or three miles down that lane. And he just saw his son almost hobbling, weak, dirty. And I could myself. Just seeing his son and his heart was overwhelmed with tears and joy. He ran to him. And he put his arms right around him. He was smelly. What's wrong with him? And yet his father, father put his arms right around him and said, come home. Dear. I've thought of you every day of my life <coughs> since you left. I want you to come home. The Bible says he fell on his neck and kissed him. This morning, God's love is just like that. Just like the woman who's had my life in the cities. 
And she said, whatever you've done, whatever you've become, I want to... Jesus is saying exactly the same to you. I don't know. And I'm... But I tell you what... It doesn't take a long time. It doesn't take a long time to go into sin. It doesn't take a long time to... Every one of us need to check up and see if it's time. Come home. Come home. God is speaking to us today. He's life that I need to say, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Come home. That you've lived a double life. There are people that do. It's easy on a Sunday morning. And come with your friends. Then perhaps Monday morning, Monday night. Just live like a person who has got no love or no care for God in whatsoever. And I'm telling you grace that is everlasting. And he wants you to come home to him. Whether your age, whether you're teenagers. And I'm so honoured to have you to show that this morning. <laughs> I don't mean to you. Young people, make a decision to follow Jesus right now at this age. I was nine year old. I didn't quite know what I did actually. But I tell you what, as I got older, my faith began to grow. And it's like a seed. Faith is like a little seed. You accept Jesus. You accept his forgiveness. You accept his love. You accept his grace. And then you, you need to feed. You need to feed on God's word. You need to read it. And God will speak to you. And God wants you to grow. You might be 80 years old. You might be 50 years old. But you haven't yet. Really. Ask God. I know in churches. And chapels. I went to a particular church. I hope I haven't told you this before. Um, what was I speaking on? You must be born again. And at the back, there was an old lady, and there were two or three young ladies, younger ladies. And uh, the younger lady, probably early 20s, not the top, spoke to the older lady, and she said, Me. This lady had been going to that chapel, church, 50, seems 75, 80 years old. <laughs> <laughs> And she said, I hope you're not one of those folk here today, 50, 60, 70 year old, and you've got to ask a young person if they came to you and said, what must I do to be saved? Would you be able to tell them? Would you tell them? Be saved? If you do, you can tell somebody else. You don't need to get practical. And they'll become a Christian. That father's love is God's love you to accept that love whatever you've done wherever you've been be dirty and you've got a past God wants to forgive you and he wants to love you I've finished saying what I wanted to say and I'd like us to sing a hymn as a good old oldie this would be a testimony for me I still forgives God still wants us to come home God still wants us to repent.
And what happens? When a new Christian, when a new person comes a, a Christian, there is a party. There's a party in heaven. Do you know that all the angels sing? And they praise God. They worship the Lamb. And they're singing and praising God today because many, many are coming to know Christ as their Savior throughout the world. Luke chapter 15 says this, verse 10. In the same way, I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repents. And I just take a thrill when I think the whole congregation of those angels would be singing and praising Jesus if you came to know Christ as your Savior today. Don't put it off. Don't put it off. Let's pray. Lord, just a simple message, but you told us about your grace. We want everybody to know how wonderful your love is and how vast your grace is, how deep your grace is. And we ask you, Lord, that each one of us this morning might experience that grace for ourselves. Not rely on past blessings, but have that blessing today to know that you know us as your son or your daughter. Lord Jesus, we ask you that you'll bless everyone here the, this morning. Every home represented. Every parent. Every grandparent. Every single person. For those that are mourning. For those that are sad for other reasons. Lord, just touch their hearts this morning. Those that are poorly, come and touch their bodies. For their minds, those people that are sick in mind, just touch their mind, Lord. You can do the mighty miracles of salvation. You can heal, you can bless in every way. We ask you, Lord, that we might experience those things in our life as we go our different ways today. Some will be celebrating. Lord, bless them. Lord, and we think of the family that will be mourning. Be near to them, Lord. Give them the comfort that you can. And for us, as we go our different ways, whether we're younger or whether we're older, be with us, Lord, every moment of every day. We ask this through the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Years I spent in vanity and all the love. Just, just sing that softly, that chorus. All the love that drew salvation's plan. All the grace that brought it down to man. The mighty gulf that God did span on Calvary. Just a chorus. All the love that drew salvation's plan. All the grace that brought it down to man. All the mighty God that God did span at Calvary. Thank you. Mercy there was great.
great. Do you want to sing it again? Mercy there was great and grace was free. Go on, man. <laughs> Mercy there was great and grace was free. Pardon there was multiplied to me. Do you know it for yourself? Do you know it? Forget the person sitting next to you. It's for you. Thank you.